welcome to Dale's Tales Podcast. Well, we have given up on episode numbers, so I don't care. Episode, I don't give a fuck. This is going to be the beer episode. Beer episode, all right. <laughs> I'm telling you, we just need to name the episode whatever the beer is. This is the... Beer St. Bernardus Apt 12. That's a genius Apt. idea. Apt is a abbreviated for Abbott. Okay, so it's the Abbott 12. Yeah, pretty much. Abbreviated as ABT. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our goal That's is to bring you three different views on a wide range of beer. My and view's best. <laughs> your view's best. I like it. But you're wrong. <laughs> uh, there are many great, wonderful beers out there. There are many great... Horrible. Oh god, they're bad. They're mostly sours. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah. I'm haters sure. gonna hate. Hey, <laughs> if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. One day we're gonna find a good sour <laughs> beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'll keep an open mind. And we'll go in. Sure. Alright. Anyway, so obviously this is subjective. <clears throat> but we thought we'd bring you these views on it and also hopefully make it entertaining for you. Uh, some people are just getting into beer, much like Michael, and he is our first co-host. He's pumping his fist, not saying anything. He always does something that has no audio (laughs) He wants to be be on TV. Some are fans, more liquor people like myself, and then some are beer fanatics. uh, The Beeropedia. Hey, uh, whatever. Such as. Y'all say that. I just, y'all say that. I just uh, know a little bit more than you. How would you, how would you rate yourself on the beer, beer knowledge scale of one to ten, ten being the most knowledgeable? Oh, hell, like a six. Okay. We, we, we look up to you as like a, I look up to you as like an eight or a nine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I mean, you compare, me, knows all. you compare me like a master brewer, like compared to the, <clears throat> the common person you'll find on the street, I'm probably like an eight. Um, That's what there, there's beer connoisseurs out there <laughs> that definitely know more than me. And then you get like your brewmasters and the people that actually brew beer for a living. They're doing and more important I stuff than like, spending time doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I look beer. stupid. <laughs> compared to them well I don't think that you're I mean I, I know people like I, I cannot <laughs> taste a beer and go I taste this 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 and hop and this this malt I know guys that can do that yeah but they're too busy making it for us exactly so let's not bother them let's make sure I'm a legend I'm 11 I'm, I'm a 11.5 on the beer knowledge list <laughs> that's he's what, turned it up to 11 that's folks. what I was looking for <laughs> you had to add the point five. <laughs> oh, it's the, uh, I went full-blown, um... <laughs> ben Strumming all I can think of, All I can think of is Twisted Sister, motion. that's way wrong. Twisted, no. Rock, Twisted rock movie, comedy... Rocky... Uh, I'm just gonna let you hang, I'm just gonna let it hang out there until you figure out what it is. It's gonna be a yeah. Spinal Tap! There you go. Oh, yeah, all I went full-blown Spinal Tap. Right, yeah. I have no idea, you went beyond, because it's, he turned it up to 11, you went to 11.5, because you always have to add that that's extra. That's beyond Spinal Tap. guest, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Hey, he'd be a great guest. This album, or this... <laughs> if uh, we ever got Christopher Guest on here, I'd pee my pants. Then we are not going to do that. Sorry, Christopher, you just got turned down because I don't feel like having that happen. All right, so... Okay, it's a Belgian-style quadruple ale. Mm. So it's it's going to be... What's the quadruple mean? You know, that's, that's one of those things where I say I'm an 8, not a 10. That, that's why I've actually tried to look up what the difference between... The Belgian single, double, triple, and quadruple are. Quadruples are generally darker. It's kind of weird. Like, Belgians, uh, double and quadruples are generally tend to be on the darker side. Triples are generally more of like a golden uh, Belgian style. 
Okay. It's, uh, this is actually a two fermented ale. It says to use top fermenting Belgian yeast to start with, and they ferment it again with a different type of yeast. It doesn't really say. Um, but fun fact for the brewery. So for, for those of you that, that aren't in the know, um, I, I don't can never pronounce the name of the brewery correctly, but the, the West Vleteren Vleteren uh, is known as being like one of the best beers in the world, and you know, best Belgian Abbey beers in the world. The guy that used to brew that now brews this. Um, hmm. or back in the day, he switched over and started this, this company. It was St. Bernardus. So they use the, the in-house uh, yeast, I believe. And, you know, some a little bit better water from the local town. How is this company perceived in like the uh, like amongst beer connoisseurs? I don't know a whole lot about it. I mean, the the one or two kind of quick articles I read online said it's. And I've heard of it before. It's revered as one of the better beers out there. I mean, it's it's world renowned beer. I mean, it's it's a great as far as the Belgian beers go. It's supposed to be really good. I've never had it before though, so we're about to find out. <laughs> there. Their, uh, one of their tag phrases is bringing heavenly nectar within reach. Yes, the Belgian Abigail, man. It's so, uh, a monastic beer. It is... Religion has done some good things. Okay. <laughs> done a lot of good things. Brewery. <laughs> Brewery St. Bernardus was founded in 1946 in Watau, the province of West Flanders in Belgium. I think it's the second Flanders we've done, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the Duchess was the Flanders. Yep, that was good. That was that one that had a lot of... That was the sour beer y'all liked. Yeah, it's... There you go. There there was the sour beer you liked. And then we tried it again 12 minutes later after it warmed up. Remember, it had the... Hogwash. I don't remember liking the sour beer. Paul's hated it. (laughs) Paul's dumped it into another beer. I broke that. I've never wanted to smack you (laughs) so bad in my life. Oh, that's that beer. Yeah, Yeah. that one was not good. It was good. (sighs) It was not good at first, and it became good. And then you poured it into another beer just... Because you wanted to get rid of it, which was an extreme yeah. beer. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. Uh, you're in, if you're into like you're fer- in, yeah. fermented ass, that's the beer for you. <laughs> I love fermented ass. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away in age favorite kind of ass. This explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this exceptional quality. I'm going to change the subject. This exceptional quality. What? What? Oh. Okay. This exceptional quality. What? <laughs> they, they said it. We weird. It is an ale brewed. Using only the finest malts, local grown hops, yeast, and artisan water pumped from a depth of 500 feet because apparently 400 feet just ain't good enough. <laughs> it was just not yeah, enough. After the brewing process, these traditional ales are matured in tanks for three months, typically a Sherman. Uh, <laughs> the result is a naturally carbonated, quote unquote, living ale. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So typically bottle conditioned. Brews tend to mature in bottle. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, okay, if you go out and buy a bottle of whiskey and you put it in your cabinet for 30 years, it's the same bottle of whiskey. Right. It, if you took it out of the oak, it stopped Nothing maturing. Changes. Nothing changes. Um, bottle conditioned beers, however, they ferment in bottle, meaning the yeast eating up the sugar to give it the alcohol happened in the bottle, not in the tank. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Well, I, I that. say that the way they do it, I could be very wrong about that. They, I think that might be the second fermentation because they, they ferment it once in the tank. That's probably what it is. That's what's top fermenting yeast. And then they use other yeast to, to ferment it again in the bottle. So, that's, you know, typically you can age some beers and they mature and change and bring out different flavors. That's especially true with 
these beers, but you don't typically want to oh, hold them as long. But this one being, you know, a, a quad with, you know, 10% alcohol, you probably could. I think I read you can age it up to 60 months. Interesting. But In then, bottle? Mm-hmm. Wow. But that defeats the purpose of being able to sit here and drink it now. So that's we're not going to do that. Yeah. And that, that's one thing. <laughs> Good for hand counting method. Yes. Any people, my, anybody who's never aged beer before, I've kind of started doing it in my cabinet, and you know, on later episodes we'll break out some linear tastings. Um, it's it, it's a crapshoot. It can go bad. It can you know it can get oxidized. It can have bad bacteria in it that can eat it up and go bad. Um, or it could just be that the brewer already aged it to perfection. So mm-hmm. always kind of try to know your brewery before you do that and find out how they feel about it. Some brewers will put it aside and they'll already age it for. However, long wow. it needs to be aged. That's so involved. Yeah. It is. Beer is an art form. What that tells that. me is that whenever I get a bottle of beer, I should drink it. Yes. I'm just looking to <laughs> yeah, age it. Yes, and no. I'm just going to drink I'm it. I'm just too. looking you to, to pop drink the store. top. You know? right. Well, let's do this. So let's do this. Pop it. So this is a brown ale, by the way. So it is a, <clears> they say it's a wonderfully balanced brown ale that will satisfy the taste of even the most discriminating connoisseurs. <laughs> I'm uh, I believe it's pronounced coinosaur. Coinosaur. Thank you, Matt Granny, <laughs> for that joke that I just stole. I don't know if this thing is going to pop No, out. it's not going to get Hold on. First and foremost, Michael, tell us about the bottle. It's beautiful. Uh, it's a big bottle, okay? There is a illustration of a very, <laughs> of a very jovial type it's priest. Great adjective. Very, very Monk? Yes. And he's holding... He's holding a glass. A chalice. A chalice. Why am I describing this? (laughs) You guys are so much better than I am at this. You're the art guy. Because it's fun to listen to, like, Trez Bottle. I don't Uh, really know what to say. It's got colors on it. We like watching watching squirm. So this does have a cork topper. Yeah. So you know. The twist metal top on top of the cork. uh, And it's got a blue shield with an abbot on it who does seem to be very happy holding the chalice. And apparently. Every now and then you'll catch them winking. So, like, the, the, the lore is one out of every thousand bottles that comes off the line, he's got to wink. Oh, really? Oh, that's kind of cool. I love that. Does that mean there's anything different with the beer? I doubt it. Okay. Okay, here we go. Woo! Thank you, Riffler. <laughs> ah, being a major boy. It's quite, quite champagne All right. So, we're going to pour this bad boy, see what happens. Bad boys, bad boys. Woo, we got a lot of head. All right. I'll be using I'll, I'll my, my, uh, my Yards Brewing Company glass that Mike so graciously bought for me. It's got a lot of head on this. Wow, well, this beer does I think reduce. we left, left it sitting out a little too long. So we left, it says to serve between uh, 52 and 56 degrees Fahrenheit. So we took it out and let it sit for, I don't know, 15 minutes? Yeah. Give or take 20 minutes, maybe? What's the ideal time to let this sit? It's supposed to be apparently between 52 and 56 degrees. Which is pretty damn specific. And, and, and it could just be a condition of the, again, the living ale. Maybe, again, see, maybe the bacteria in here just caused this batch to foam up this way. I don't that know. That is a lot. Yeah, mine poured with um, about 50-50 wow. head to beer. Yours is like 75%. I yes. poured mine a little more carefully, too, though. The first little bit in Hoss's came out all right. That's all right. That's where all the flavor is. That's all the aroma. It'd be a good time to sniff the glass while you have all that head, because that's all that bubbles releasing, the aromatics, and it's almost formed a solid creme brulee. 
top, on top of this thing. Yeah, I definitely get the Belgian yeast. I think I feel mm. like I've said this for the same couple beers. Uh, banana and not clove, but I don't get any of that. It's, it smells like Belgian yeast. It's, it's hard to describe Belgian yeast. Mm. It smells like Belgian okay. yeast. You know, it's, so there's a little citrusy note to it, like just a little bit of lemon zest. My head's gone down pretty quick and settled at about a good half inch. He's deflated. <laughs> oh, it took like 30 seconds, Ben. It's got mm. plum, cantaloupe. Yeah, definitely Almost dark, cantaloupe definitely dark it. fruits. It honestly reminds me a little bit of the Founders, just not as sweet. All right, let's give it a shot. Huh. A little bit. He's referring to Founders Cumudgeon on a past episode, folks. Huh. That we definitely did not record earlier tonight. Nope. No, <laughs> not at all. I'm not saying we do several episodes at one sitting or anything. Yeah, it is. You can probably tell, like, you know, about the third, every third episode, the speech is <laughs> a little more slurred. Like, there seems to be a pattern here. Like, this is a, this is a good beer. Mm-hmm. Thank God you didn't hit us with another soury, funky beer. There's no funk to this. It's just, yeah, no twang going on here. All right, now that it's like, the, I think the bottle settled, I think we just had to let it breathe a little bit or something. <clears throat> I just poured a little more into my beer and it, did just yeah. fine. Did like a half inch to a one inch head. That was really crazy because it was a really frothy head and it just dissipated. But it settled in a good, I mean, it's a good half inch, quarter yeah. inch. I'd say it was about a half inch. So it's a dark beer. It's it's darker than a typical brown ale. Yeah. I would say that's almost stout color, but not quite. Yeah. So it's a quad. There you go. Mm. So basically, a quad ale becomes a almost a Nut brown stout, kind of a mixture of a nut brown ale and a stout yeah, with Belgian yeast. That's again, I wish I could describe Belgian because Belgian yeast has a very particular smell, aroma, flavor. Every time I, I have can a, never quite describe it. Every time I have a Belgian yeast, you, you just say Belgian yeast. Yeah, Here's once a you tell things, somebody, yeah. taste the Belgian yeast, you can kind of pick it out. Yeah, it's it's got a hint of citrus rind, but without the bitterness. Mm-hmm. It's got almost a chalky taste to it, like no. like my Lanta to me. <laughs> no, it does to me. My Lanta chalk. What? <laughs> of course, I don't know if I've ever actually had my Lanta, well, but it's, I've had chalky liquids, and this is not chalk. Do you, Paul? Do you think this is chalky? Uh, I don't know that I would say chalky. I mm. Give us a good adjective to describe the mouthfeel of this beer. Man, I don't think I could. Carbonated, yes. Um, it gets very bubbly. Like you, it's funny because when you pop it, it's like champagne before we right. ever poured it or sniffed it or anything. And it's definitely got that definitely champagne, ma- champagne mouthfeel. No. Um, so I would call it chalky. I would call it a champagne. It's very bubbly. Like you pour it in your mouth, you feel all these little bubbles kind of popping out of it. You guys I are totally on, disagree. You guys are on two sides. Yep. Two different sides. I here. totally disagree. Champagne. Again, my view is the best view. Whenever I drink a champagne, <laughs> you want yours is the best, the best view. Whenever I drink That's a champagne, sweet, the bubbles from a champagne, much like a very carbonated, like if you've ever had the uh, Lacroix, I hate it. It's stuff's horrible. So it's so carbonated, it almost feels like it cleans your tongue. It the, all the bubbles pull off all the flavors from your tongue. This actually still coats your tongue almost with a chalky creaminess. So chalky almost, creaminess. Imagine melted peanut. Is that like Microsoft Works or military intelligence or? <laughs> no. Chalky <laughs> creaminess. I'm sorry. I don't. 
Okay, let's do it this well, way. When you talk about chalky, are you talking about taste or are you talking about feel? Because I think chalky, I think, I think like grainy, dry. I mean, give me. Not dry. Okay, it's not dry. It. So if you, if you ever had, uh, like, uh, if you ever had like a, uh, oh, what's the, th uh, Engli thing? English muffin, where yeah. you toast an English muffin and you put peanut butter on it, and the peanut butter melts <clears throat> and it becomes creamy and it doesn't stick like a normal peanut, like a cold peanut butter is like paste and thick and I've had, okay. yeah, melted, melted peanut, peanut butter. butter is creamy and it kind of moves on, but it leaves a little bit of a film, but not like thick. So when you say chalk, you mean it leaves a residue? Yeah, let's go with that. Not a coating, a, a, milky, a residue. A milky residue. That's fucking weird. Okay. All right, anyways, <laughs> moving on. My tongue is a little dry. <laughs> Just a touch. Mine is not at all. Really? Yeah. You know, is that from the previous curmudgeon, or is that... I mean, I don't think so. I drank some water in between. Had a little gummy? I had a Japanese gummy. Maybe. That, was tasted, that tasted your... like licorice and soap. Thank you, Mike Mercurio. <laughs> it's a good palate cleanser. <laughs> Whatever, wash your mouth out. Um, ben, is your tongue? Does your tongue feel dry? Or is that just a uh, mind's weird? My tongue does not feel dry. I it definitely feels like the back end of the beer as you're swallowing it gets very effervescent. Like kind of like you were talking about Lacroix. On the back end, I can feel the bubbles like popping on my tongue. That's so funny. I don't. I feel like all the bubbles went away almost immediately. I don't know. Mike's like, I don't get any of that. Um, like, I mean, I think I feel a little bit more of what Ben's saying, but I I don't know. I'm having a hard time seeing your side of it. What do you get out of this? Well, I do feel a little bit of the bubbles, but also my, my mouth feels a little dry. I think it's just your mouth being dry. Today. I think you're just dehydrated. <laughs> you could be dehydrated. That's right. <laughs> so it, it almost gets to the point where it's almost hard for me to swallow some sips because I'm getting so many bubbles in the back. Like I try to swallow it all the bubbles at the back of my throat, and I'm like, I don't want to do it. I think you may be allergic to something. Your throat's closing up. I can be. Buttons. And 911. There's only two members of the Ales and Tales podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> the only opinion too that bad get has died. Too, too bad we're not getting paid. Y'all might have just got a pay raise. <laughs> right. Um, it, it's, this is a very clean. It, it's, it's, I don't know. This is very interesting. It does not taste 10%. No, it, it does not. It like 10%. This like, is a I very feel like easy I could, to drink beer. I could take a whole bomber of this to the face and then keep drinking. <laughs> I, yeah, well, only until you fall on your face. That's okay. But I agree. I mean, for a 10% beer, this does not taste Yeah, I can alcoholy. see that. This, would, this one could creep up on you pretty quick. That is brewed smooth. I like it. It's mm. it's almost, it's if you've ever had good, really, really good dates, mm -hmm. it tastes like dates. It's got that palm sugar. Halsey shaking his head? No. I've never had dates. You've never had dates? No. How'd you get married? Should I? <laughs> okay. You need to. Uh, uh, thank you, Mel Brooks. We, yeah, we've got to work kind on. Uh, we got to work on your palate a little. You're too young. Yeah, man. Never had dates. Dates remind me of a nursing home. I could no, be wrong. Whatever, that's whatever, man. Juice. You know what? I don't prunes. care. I don't care. <laughs> prunes are good. I like prunes. Yeah. It's a dried plum. I don't like prunes. dried figs. Oh man, I got this big old bag of dried figs from Costco <laughs> the other day. Oh, we so are, good. We are definitely the third episode in. For the night, because we're getting derailed. Man, figs and 
mistakes, and oh, hey, look, uh, there's a flying elephant. <laughs> this stuff's good when you see flying elephants. <laughs> yeah. Does it go good with your Metamucil? <laughs> Damn, Skippy, funny <laughs> <Sunny> boy. <laughs> so anyway, I get, I definitely get dates. I get almost a little peanut buttery, a hint of peanut butter to it. It's not really super. Fr- I there's, get there's a not little a nuttiness of, yeah. to it. There's not a lot of fruits. I want peanut though. It's, it's get, a weird. <clears throat> it's a funky peanut. It's a peanut. This is honestly, this is the hardest beer I've drank in a long time. To put your finger on. Well, no, I can just stick my finger in it. But to to get a specific. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to get a specific individual flavor, flavor from yeah. it. Well, and to I'm me, this, this, this Belgian beers in general, it's. They're very hard to describe, at least for me. Um, it's good. I can I can say the flavor's good, whatever that flavor is. Yeah, I like it, though. I would drink this again, definitely. Good, because so it's a bomber. There's more in it, so we're going to... Uh, not much. <laughs> All right, Ben, what's your rating? Um, I'd give this like a 7.8. Wow. It gets, it gets a solid... It gets a solid A-minus from me. Um... I love Belgians. I mean, they're not my favorite in the world, but it's rare I've had a Belgian I have not liked. I thought I, I had one. I think it was a Belgian. It was some really cheap beer called like Dog Bite, and it was two dollars a pint at the liquor store and like nine percent. So when I was poor, that was my go-to get drunk beer. You know, I go down and get. Sure. I spend four dollars and I get wasted. It was wonderful. But then, like, I go back and drink it, and it's like. Uh, last time I bought one, it sat in my fridge for a year. Because, like, every time I went to grab it, I went, oh, it kind of tastes like crap. <laughs> uh, maybe I should drink some bourbon instead. That was your college yeah. years melting away. Well, yeah, it, was <laughs> it, was after, it was after college. I, felt like I know, but they were Nashville. melting away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As you're getting older, you're saying, yes, yeah. Belgian beers, it's hard for me to describe what they taste like. But I like them. Like, yeah, I was going to say similar. I was going to say solid seven. Maybe even a little more, but I enjoyed this. I would drink this again. Um, definitely, definitely not one to drink after mowing the lawn. No, but uh, no, this is great. This like, is like this is like this is just like I would sit around with a friend by the fire in winter, by yeah. the camp or by the campfire in fall. That'd yeah, be perfect. Like man. reminiscing, I would drink this beer to reminisce and to just hang out, planning on drinking for the next couple hours. This would be a good tasting beer. Anybody who wants to do another beer tasting, this would be a good beer for that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it does. It's got some some different flavors and get somebody to try and figure out what the flavor is. Well, really, the quality. Yeah, you know, if you look on yeah. beer beer advocate or beer raider, I mean, you get a lot of dark fruits. You get everything from raisins to plums to fig to cherries to this stuff is liquid sex. <laughs> D. Yeah, right. I'm I wish I could go tell right you there. Bye. Yeah, it's interesting to look at the reviews and get the kind of like spectrum. A lot of it's funny. A lot of times you'll see like you know this is the taste, this is the mouthfeel, this is the aroma, and here people are like, yeah, it's pretty good, dark fruit, and a little complex and balanced. Complex. And that, there that's you the go. only way to really describe it. It's complex and balanced. That, there you go. That I would agree with yeah. that because it is complex because we can't put a definitive group of flavors to it. So good job, yeah. Saint Bernardus. Accurate. Whatever brewery I can't pronounce because it's Dutch. Belgian. Huh? Belgian. Belgian, Dutch, close enough. <laughs> I, uh, I'll give it a seven. Maybe a seven point, I'll pull a bend. A seven point two, 
Nine. Ass. I like it. I like it a lot. I would, I would definitely have this again. I would have this in numerous settings. There are multiple reasons to have this beer. I will say, because it is a bomber, if any one person has this, it is going to knock your pants off. You will die. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. 10% alcohol. That's Make good. sure you keep your life alert on you. Cause your life alert? <laughs> well, back to the Metamucil and dates. Just want to... Just because you're young doesn't mean you're going to pick Jeez. You have plenty to pick on me about. How's <laughs> <laughs> it compared to your Miller Lite? Oh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> All right. Guys, thanks again for joining us. This is a good beer. Uh, this was, I think, somewhat of a drawn-out podcast because we got derailed, but it was fun. That's what happens after, you know, a third. either two beers at home and or a shot. Compared to what y'all did earlier. <laughs> we did do a shot of whiskey before we actually... Yeah, I had, two beers, I had two beers yeah. home, and then we had the the, the Fodor, and then the curmudgeon, and now this, and it's slowly just gone... Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the Alcoholics <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> hey, we hey, can hey, quit anytime I'm we want. I'm not an alcoholic. I don't go to meetings. That's right. I can quit anytime <laughs> I want to. I just don't want don't to. Want to. All right. Thanks again to everybody. Cheers. And beers, that one was for Michael Hoss, because he was trying not to say it, and then I said it for him. There you go. Welcome to Hops Out, cheers, all that fun stuff. Thanks, man.